guys and welcome to the second Tell Me Time podcast. This one, we're very lucky to have our own Scotty, uh, he's a good friend of mine, also my colleague and just an all-round great guy. We wanted to do a podcast for a while, I think I mentioned it in probably the second week of knowing Scotty that I ran a blog space and that I wanted to try and develop a podcast. So this is our first attempt, bear with me, as uh, you can probably tell from the start of the podcast. I'm not entirely sure what I'm doing yet, I'm still figuring out the whole podcast business, and uh, we're recording it through a phone to not have to meet up in person, so we're still respecting the rules of social distancing. In the episode we talk about the importance of routine and how it affects our own mental health. We talk about our past with problems with anxiety and panic attacks, specifically on public transport. We also talk about uh, exercise and body image from a male perspective. So if you want to uh, leave a comment in the comment section or leave a voice note, please feel free. I think that's possible, but I'm not entirely sure. And you can reach us at Tell Me Time Official on Instagram, or you can email us through the blog at tellmetime at outlook.com. I hope you enjoy. If you make it to the end of the podcast, congratulations. And uh, yeah, just let us know what you think, or it'd be good to hear if you do listen to the podcast, it'd be good to hear what you'd like to uh, hear in the future, what you'd like us to talk about. If you want to share your own story on the blog, you can do so by reaching us on the Instagram, or just send me an email, or just drop me a message to say, hello, I listened to the blog. I'm related to what Scotty was saying or related to what you were saying I get that that would be that'd be awesome so please enjoy the podcast and as I say bear with us because we're still learning take it easy guys all right Beauty. Scott mate you're in Mate, that um, was confusing, eh? I know, sorry about that. I think uh, I need to... Worry, if I'm going to get into this podcasting, I need to learn a bit more about technology because I'm absolutely clueless about it. Mate, it's all learning curve, though. It's learning curve. I know. This is this is the podcast. Welcome to episode two, Scotty. And you're honoured to be the uh, the first the first guest on the Tell Me A Time podcast. Sorry, my Wi-Fi just caught there. <laughs> I'm saying you're honoured to be uh, to be on the first Tell Me Time podcast, mate. I've, this is a special moment for me. I feel like I feel like a celebrity here. We've been we've been to- we've been talking about it for ages, mate. We've been talking about it for months. I remember the first first couple of times I met you, man. We've been chatting about it, so it's actually quite to um, get it done. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I know exactly. I'm still like learning about it like i did a first one 
and I felt like so shy and nervous, like because it was just me talking, and I hate the sound of my own voice. It's, it's quite it's quite funny because like I, we all think we sound different from what we do when we hear it on like you know recording it or on the phone or whatever. But just gotta get comfortable with it, man. You know this is we're aiming for big things here. Just have to just have to embrace it. Hundred percent, man. Hundred percent. But um, no, I'm excited. What have you been up to? Well, f- probably we should tell the uh, the listeners uh, yeah. if anyone's listening that me and Scotty together, um, and uh, we've got a he's my bromance crush. Yeah. Like, uh, oh, mate, I, I just love you. And bromance uh, for days. No, like. I think I said in the um in the previous podcast that uh I like a year ago I didn't think that I would be working in a coffee shop but yeah I absolutely absolutely love it but we're mm-hmm. obviously both uh furloughed at the moment due mm-hmm. to covid covid baby Yeah we were saying we were saying last week how we're kind of kind of missing your routine 100% yeah it's weird because when you're so used to working four five days a week and you have that routine you know you get up go work 10 hours go to the gym it's all in place for you and your days off or you've planned right we're going to town get a haircut go out the coffee shops and now you can't do any of that stuff you kind of have to take a step back and I don't know um rethink how you can plan your days without getting bored, without your mind spiraling into, you know, madness. So it's almost like we've had to create a new routine for ourselves, which, you know, is good because I've had to take a step back and look what I've been doing the past how many months, years, and the way I've, you know, looked at actually having something to do and, you know, just not taking it for granted, but so used to just get up and going to work and, now I've actually got to think. I'm going to think how how can I make my day be productive? What can I learn? How you can, like how you can fill up your time. Like it's totally right because 100%. I think think when you do just take it for granted that like you have your routine set in, mm. you know that's what you're doing, and then as soon as like for us it's going to the coffee shop, um, mm. like working there, like going to the gym, going mm. into uh edinburgh hanging out with our mates and whatever and when that's all taken away mm. and you're left with like your own thoughts and stuff you need to find a way and figure out what you're actually going to spend these days doing that oh. weeks and then months 100 percent. and one thing i've tried to avoid is being on social media is like as much as possible just because i feel like everybody's everybody's lockdown is different. Some people are furloughed, some people aren't. So they can work from home on their laptops and they still have some sort of schedule. But when you look at these, like, I don't know, internet celebrities and all this kind of stuff, it's very different. They're trying to tell you how to live lockdown. It's like, you can't, you can't do that. You can't compare everybody's, like, lockdown experience. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah, every, 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 everyone's, everyone's dealing with it in their their own way, I guess. Yeah, and I mean, I mean, it's good that like, people like trying to do videos on it and trying to help people. Like that is that is class, but it's I think some people don't like. For example, you know, my twin brother Ryan, he is very outgoing. He's 
traveling he would be traveling into town every day working in Lokes and he's always around people and he's had to try and try and not improvise but put in place something that keeps him busy um, so he doesn't get like bored and he started making like YouTube videos again and all that kind of stuff and he's exercising a lot more than he would so yeah it's class it's almost like you can kind of just push that reset pause button yeah. and kind of figure out like what you really want to be doing with your time and like giving it an opportunity to actually like do stuff you wouldn't normally do yeah i mean i've read a i've read a book there's lockdown uh-huh. and i think i told you about it it was about um it was about a boy who fought, who followed his dad into uh well one of the concentration camps during the holocaust and it's like you see how much they went through, like it was like for five, six years. It was absolutely terrible. Uh-huh. Like, well, they were living on next to nothing, like food wise, every single day, no showers, like the worst treatment you could do to a human. Yet they still managed, people still managed to survive that. Uh-huh. And like just the mental strength and the and, what, and all, all we're getting asked to do is uh, stay, stay home in. and watch exactly. the telly. And yeah, and like do just the essential shops once a week, and people are taking the piss out of this and just going a few times a week. And it's like, I don't know, like, I get, I get, like, you know, staying inside is hard for people, like, mental health, like, that is totally understandable. And people who are living in flats, I like, can't have, I don't have access to a garden, all this kind of stuff. I understand that. But uh-huh. way to realize that, the, the, like, the less that we're all going out, like the less time it's going to take for us to be able to go back out, but the longer we keep on breaking those rules, like we're not going to have these festivals, we're not going to have these gatherings, we're not going to be able to go to bars and clubs and sporting events. And, yeah, and that and that means like businesses won't be making money either. So, yeah, like just does like a full cycle. And also, I feel like our generation, for the most part, yeah, like especially like where where we grow up and where where we live, yeah um like we've had it so easy and like yeah. this is the first time compared to like previous generation and the generation before that yeah like we're not used to like like going back to what you're saying about like what people went through during the holocaust yeah. and like yeah um because we we're, we're, i think we're a generation that's we're so used to having things on our plate you know we're used to going out with our pals and socializing and not, and it's like, it's even the smallest of things, like, even we're so used to serving coffee and having a chat with a customer, and, like, when we're doing it at the time, it doesn't, we don't think about it, but now when we're not, we can't do those sorts of things, it's like, you really start to appreciate, you know, the social interaction. Oh, 100%, man, 100%. That's, that's what I was saying, um, I think, pre- in, the, in the blog previously, like, how good the coffee shop kind of environment's been good for my headspace. Like, because obviously, like, we as a team get on exceptionally well, I think. Like, probably one of the nicest work environments I've certainly ever worked in. Yeah. And just having kind of feeling comfortable to just be yourself and, like, chat all the rubbish we chat. But also, like, I think I've said to you before, for all we know, like, obviously we're mention their names but like some of the regulars that come in mm-hmm. for all we know it could be their the only social interaction that they have is us yeah yeah and it's yeah. so it's like you know we'll get our usual um you know the parents coming in with their young kids and stuff and we'll chat to them we'll have 
you know, dog walker who's in his like seventies. Um and it's like we get to chat to like um a range of ages and stuff and I think folk appreciate that, you know, us being in our twenties, chatting with people in their seventies or eighties, and even in the same age, you know what I mean? I think and I mean and I mean it means a lot to people. Um Yeah, just said, like asking how they're doing and yeah. things like that. Yeah. And it's good. I think that's what that's what people's missing. Like, I think my gran is going like stir crazy yeah. because she can't get out of the house mm. to like meet anyone, and yeah. she lives by herself. Yeah, like, and that's what it's tough because, like, you know, when you think about the people like for your gran and like, I mean, I mean, my grandparents are not here anymore, but like, how much they've done for people over the past. Now they have to stay in, and I know it's for their own health and safety and stuff like that. But it'll be tough not be able to have people come round you know, for tea for coffee and just for like a general chit chat and you know because people really do like thrive off interaction um and i guess that's what's good with us you know we'll chat to customers at the bar for like 20 25 minutes and we're so used to seeing their face and you know it's like you create a like a, a bond which is class um, yeah it's so true so it's gonna it's gonna be weird when like if when we, we open again and obviously it's gonna be a lot different us probably just doing takeaways and not be able to have those sorts of long chats that we normally have with customers um and even us being in there like how we're gonna have to be like distance apart from each other um yeah that's gonna be a new new thing as well Uh, yeah i think it's so true but like obviously in the long run i think people are gonna totally like stuff that we always take for granted Mm. like when it becomes more normal, yeah. Like in time to come, mm. like it's going to feel so much better yeah. than than it, than it did before. And I hope that people like appreciate the simple, simple things. Yeah. Like you, in a bad way, I think there's something. I know so many people have died, but I think there could always be a good thing coming out of this. The fact that we'll be so careful and aware of hygiene, because you know it's like even the simplest thing you know you you when we're like us clearing cups and plates and stuff from tables and stuff and we're touching the cups we're touching the plates and we're putting them in the sink we're forgetting that we've got bacteria in our hands and i mean most of us will wash our hands after we've cleared the table and then go back to serving but it's, it's little things like that you can be carrying stuff on your hands and you touch your face and you don't even notice it so i mean and especially how many people like come in and out of the country you know trying to like make sure that our like hygiene is going to be like higher than it's ever been um, yeah so second to none yeah um yeah so yeah so it's so true i think it's probably just like a bit of uh like i think it's a wake-up call as well like, yeah yeah exactly that's the, the word that i was looking for yeah completely completely a wake-up call and then we, we think about how much we've been using public transport how much we fly and fly trains, yeah. and like you know you've seen like the co2 emissions or whatever you call it has gone down quite a gone bit down majorly <laughs> it's amazing like because we both live next to the sea and it's yeah. amazing like the wildlife that's kind of like come yeah i don't know but it just feels more intense like it sounds a bit weird but like no, it's the, like you know, there's there's probably parts of the country, like all over, like in all over the world, that you know was quite largely ha- in habitat. I want you to call it in in habitat, or whatever you call it, uh, call it. Um, <laughs> and then we come along and we've kind of taken that away, and now that everyone has to stay inside, it's almost like they've probably reverted back to going 
to watch. Do you mean? Yeah, totally. Uh, Which is quite nice in a way. I quite like that. Um. So yeah, I think it's almost in a way this is meant to happen. Um, yeah. Just because I think people get too carried away, people are too selfish, people are too greedy, and unaware of our surroundings and what we're actually doing. Um, yeah, and hopefully people learn from uh, learn from this. Yeah, and take I mean, away some. Like... I mean, the other thing as well. I mean, I don't think people are going to be wanting to travel in the next couple of years now because I think people are generally scared and afraid to be going abroad, and I think a lot it will bring a lot of business down to the coast, which yeah. Is a good thing and it's also a bad thing because it'd be good to put money back into the small businesses that have suffered um, uh-huh. period. But then all these people that are coming down, how 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 clean are they going to be? Like how how observant of the public are they going to be? Are they going to be like not queuing up properly? Are they going to be doing certain things which like will be a risk to other people's health? You just don't know. So it's like um, it's the unknown, but. I definitely think yeah. this well in the next couple of months when things start getting a little bit easier that North Berwick especially and like just all around the coast actually they're going to be going to be busy because folk won't be going abroad. I mean that's I don't even think we'll be allowed to fly. But yeah, no, no, I no Ibiza for the boys this Maybe, year. No Ibiza for the boys. Yeah, it's just as well not working on a six pack because it's, <laughs> it's a waste of time. Oh, but what's your um? What's your routine, the quarantine routine, looking like at the moment? Oh, to be honest, mate, like it's been it's been quite quite lazy getting up. Like I've been getting up at like mate, half ten, eleven, twelve was like the latest because like my uh-huh. patterns kind of changed. But you know, I'd get up, make myself some breakfast, have a coffee with the fam, and you know, my my mum and stepdad, my sister, my twin brother would be out walking in the morning and stuff, but. I've been doing a lot of work in the garden with my stepdad, which has been class because I've never really been a DIY sort of person and he's got quite a bit of experience. Um, so we've, you know, he's, he's taught me like things about, uh, you know, make like making slabs and stuff to fence the garden, uh-huh. and, you know, cutting the grass and just, like, just, just like, like bits and bobs and stuff, which has been good because I think for a while I'd always avoid doing any sort of stuff like that because my older brother Chris he's always been very DIY so I'm like well there's no need for me to fix anything he can do it and I think sometimes I rule myself out of doing something before I've even tried it and I've actually realised I'm quite good at these things um, yeah. and doing a lot of painting as well you know painting the bathrooms painting the kitchens um, which has been good um, uh-huh. is class and- like how people are finding like kind of strange things that we wouldn't oh. normally do like working in the garden like i've been growing the plants like yeah. i was saying i want to do an online course in beekeeping like oh, which mate. i'm so serious about like like i think this is good because like i've like now got really interesting like keeping the garden with know, the grass cut and the plants growing um something to care about too oh, yeah. and just it's like we uh we've we've like in our uh in our kitchen we've got a like the dinner table and the chairs and the wood and the stuff and we just we sanded them all down, we uh, glossed them, and like we brought them back to life. And it's like just little things like that, you know, just doing things that's productive. Um, uh-huh. And you know, it's, I've got an interest of like you know, like taking old things now and like cleaning them up, sanding them down. Um, so yeah, we're actually we're getting another shed, 
Um, uh-huh. just gonna, we're just going to buy the parts and we're going to build it rather than get the ones that are already built and you slip the things into place. Um, yeah, it'll keep you busy. I don't have like much of an idea how like how to do it. My stepdad can just point me in the right direction, show me what the tools I need. Um, so yeah, I've done a lot of that. And then I've tried to work out, um, but obviously, you know, I was waiting two months for a pair of dumbbells that finally arrived yesterday. Um, so I'm going to plan to do a lot more sort of CrossFit workouts. Um and yeah that do you find like it's quite like you were saying you're doing the painting yeah like i find things like that quite therapeutic like kind of makes your like headspace a lot calmer and things like cutting simple things like cutting the grass yeah definitely Um, because it's like you it's it's like you don't have to concentrate so much but you do at the same time because you want to make a good job but then also like the time it takes you to do it might be a couple of hours. Like say you're painting like a, like a room and you're concentrating on making it look really nice, but it's just so easy just to forget about anything else and just, yeah, just paint away. If that, like, if that makes sense, like you don't have to kind of worry about anything else. You're just concentrating on what you're doing like then and now. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, completely. Uh, And like physical health wise, like obviously we go to the gym but the gym's shut yeah um obviously like and you say that your weights have arrived like yeah how how do you feel from your like own personal experience that exercise in the past and now has kind of shaped your headspace or shaped your personality because you're quite a sporty sporty guy yeah so like obviously growing up i was like was always quite skinny um, and I didn't, and I was like always playing rugby, always playing football and karate and all these kind of things. And I wasn't until I got to like, I don't know, 15, 16, that I started going on to go and gym with a few of my pals. And like, I really started, enjoy- like, I was a bit shy. I didn't want to go on any of the free weights and stuff because I wasn't that strong. But then I kind of built up the confidence to go on the free weights. And over the past like nine years, I've like trained four or five times a week, apart from when I had slipped a disc in my back and stuff. Um, but I feel like I've gone from being a quite shy person to quite a confident person. Um, because I definitely think like when your appearance, um, when you make, yeah, when you start like taking care of your body. Looking after yourself. Yeah. You just, your confidence goes up. I mean, not all the time, but not for everybody because there's still parts and, you know, like where I'm not too confident about. Um, but definitely I think, just getting a good workout, um, being with your pals, or even if you just put your headphones in and doing a workout on your own and push yourself. Like, I honestly think it's like the best thing because when you're working out, you got all those endorphins going. Um, and that's why like, I'm a huge fan of CrossFit. I mean, I haven't done a lot of it because of my back, but when you've got like a range of people that are different ages, different abilities, but it's not a competition. I mean, there is competition, but there's not a competition when you're like, when you're training. Um, uh-huh. You're just like in competition with yourself. Yeah, and it's like when when you finish the workout, everyone's like pat each other on the back, you're hugging each other, and it's like that is what it's all about. Like, I think, I mean, I do do the bodybuilding and stuff, which is good, um, but I've never felt like I was in competition with anybody. Um, but it's definitely it's definitely good for a good mindset, and also I've been used to training four or five times a week, and then for them to close all the gyms, I'm like, oh, okay, I've kind of got to, I've got to keep training, but I got to, like keep the motivation which has been hard because there have been days when I just can't be bothered training um, 
And obviously, when you train with heavier weights, in my opinion, you feel better um, because you feel like you're pushing yourself. But you can still train like really hard without weights. You just have to, yeah, just have to push yourself and think right. For me to feel as good as I do when I work out, I have to have the same uh, concentration level. I've got to have the same sort of attack when I go into it. Um, so, like, I would, I would sometimes struggle with trying to, like, you know, do press ups. I'm like, this does, it's just, I have to do lows to try and get a good pump on. But, you know, you, you just need to get in that mindset. Like, this is not forever. Um, and you just can take control of, the, uh, of what you can. What well, you def- can do. Yeah. Exactly. And I, I, I don't know. I definitely, um, since getting the dumbbells yesterday, I had a class workout. Um, so I'm going to obviously push myself, but not too hard because I want to be in the same situation I was a few years ago. Um, but yeah, it's, 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 you have to adapt to it. Um, and then when the gyms reopen again, it's like there's still probably going to be a weight of how many people can go in the gym at once you know, what time the gyms are open till. So it's like, do I buy, like, more equipment? But then again, people have been buying equipment since the start of lockdown. So it's going to be, you can be waiting ages to get the, the packages and all this kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, but no, like, after rambling on, I definitely think, like, working out is good for just, like, forgetting about everything and, you know, being in the right headspace then and there. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's, it's, really, it's really interesting what you're saying about, um, like, when you get yourself in a good shape like yeah. you feel at your best like when you're exercising like, or like yeah. when you're looking after yourself because i remember like maybe a, a year ago or yeah more than a year ago when i was in my old job like i got invited to like a staff dinner and drinks thing and i yeah. just like rocked up in a hoodie like i wasn't exercising i wasn't yeah. looking good like and i remember feeling quite like embarrassed and yeah but just because i was in the headspace of just not caring like yeah so it's like, so interesting as soon as you care yeah and start exercising and start dressing a bit like not even dressing smart but just like having a shave and looking... 100%, like that's the thing man like i've made sure that i've shaved like kept, like trimmed the beard but make sure i've shaved my neck every two three days um Oh, like, and I, I wear jeans every day. I'm not being wearing joggers. I'm not being wearing trackies. Um, wait, you know, each their own. People can wear what they want. Um, but I definitely feel when you like have a nice, good fit t-shirt on, a good shirt on, you feel better. Um, and obviously, my hair is going long, and there's not much I can do about it. So I'm just in, like, I say embracing. I'm just, you know, change it up, put it a different style because I can't get my hair cut for whatever. Listen, yeah, embrace it. Oh. Rock, rock with it. Yeah, and it's, it's like well, so. My old, uh, my old flatmates used to say, like, um, make your make your bed every morning. Like, it will help your help your headspace because it shows that you care about your room and it starts yeah. your day off right. And I was like, nah, that's a load of rubbish. Like, that doesn't help. But now that's I make true. my bed every morning. Like, yeah. it really just starts the day off, and it shows that I actually care about my space and. Mm. Um, being clean and a bit more tidy 100 percent. like i mean you know my brother he wears like three-piece suits every day going to work he's probably the most immaculate person that i know of uh-huh. um, and he makes sure that you know his his beard's in good condition his suits are always you know ironed and all this kind of stuff and he's kind of taken a bit of a chilled um 
vibe to this Thor Logan. He's been wearing like his workout gear and stuff. Um, but he still makes, you know, on a Saturday or a Sunday or whatever day it is during the week to dress more because yeah. he, wants, he wants to feel good. And I think that's a good thing. I think people who, who are like maybe still work, who have like office jobs or whatever, I think, you know, if you still get up, you're, you're working, you're, work, you're working from home, get a shirt on. Just, I, I think my dad's in that as well. You know, he's, he's obviously working from home at the minute and he still puts a shirt on. When, he, when he's working in the house because um, he's keeping himself in routine but once actually once he goes back to work um, he'll be there for a month and he's got a hip operation so he'll be off another eight weeks but yeah I still think if you I know it's like hard for some people but even if you still make the effort at home I still think he'll put you in a good mood um, you know if you want to if girls want to put makeup on put makeup on like just go whatever makes you feel good um, and it, even if that's like you know wearing a hoodie and stuff but I definitely think like when you're when you're in shape or when you put on a certain amount of clothing, you do have that confidence. Um, and even when you got when you've got a tan, do you know what I mean? Like you just you just feel better. You just feel much better. Hundred yeah. percent. No, 100%. I completely completely agree. What about like when you? I know you uh, have talked to me about like going out and things. Like are you missing missing the nights out 100%. with the boys. Like that's one thing that you know. Um, because obviously for the past, well, like I wouldn't say five years, probably say like previous three years from like kind of uh, twenty fifteen to twenty seventeen to twenty eighteen. I you obviously know I would had a bit of anxiety and depression of like socializing and going places. Um, and I like finally got over that. And then I look back at all those times where my mates were like, "Come on, Scott, let's just go out. Let's you know be fun. You don't have to drink. Don't have to do that." And like I would just avoid it because I hated confrontation and didn't want to say, oh, guys, I'm actually just, like, kind of get anxious now. Um, and, yeah, like, looking back on it, it's like there was so many opportunities I could have gone out with my pals, and I didn't. Um, you but, feel like you've missed out a little bit. Yeah, I, 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 honestly, I do. But then, 20, like, 2017, like, when I, in 2018, when I told my pals, you know, I'd, I found out exactly if I had depression. And they're like, mate, you should have just told us. And I think, you know, as being a guy, you're like, nah, I don't want to sound like I'm, a wimp or anything like that, but I mean, <clears throat> you noticed on social media how much mental health has been like important, and everyone's talking about it. But yeah, like, going back to going out and stuff, I do. I, I miss you know going out with the boys and having a few drinks and having a laugh, and you know, yes, yeah, it's, it's needed. Yeah, this you you start to appreciate it more. Yeah, um, it's really yeah. like I can completely relate to what you're saying. That I used to, yeah. Um, like just make up excuses or like yeah, say that 100%. I felt too sick, but then yeah. you find like the next day you're yeah. like, oh, I wish I went. Like I missed exactly. out. And then when you do go to these things, you realize, oh, like yeah, you feel like sick making yourself yeah. get into town or going yeah. to the bar or whatever. But as yeah. soon as you're there. <laughs> As soon as you, uh, yeah, like there's been times, there was like a few times last year where, you know, we're working all day and when you do a 10-hour 10, 10 shift, it's tough. I, don't, I think people don't realize that when you work in hospitality, 10-hour shifts are tough when you're on your feet all day and you're busy and you might get like a 20-minute break. Um, and then for you to go out afterwards, it's quite it's quite a lot in the system. Yeah. Um, and there's been times where I'm like, nah, I cannot be arsed. I can't be bothered going out and drinking and stuff. But see, when you get there and you have a drink with your mates and, you chat to everybody it's like this is what it's all about like and you might have a really class night and it's like it's just 
simple decisions, just like if you don't take those like steps and going out and stuff, like you might miss like like a, a class night, or you might you might miss opportunity of meeting someone. Yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. Or just so, like just miss just having a fun time with your pals who you know are your pals. But like, yeah, I think also when you start going to things like you get out of your comfort zone you go to go to a party or whatever the next time it's going to be easier it's still going to be a little tricky but it'll be easier you're still going to feel a little bit anxious then next time will get even easier until you just don't even think anything of it and you're just 100 percent. and i think i think people who are like have been in that situation and stuff you need to like stop thinking like what, do I, what am I going to say to people? How should I act around people? You need to like scrap that because, you know, if you try and mold yourself into someone that you want other people to like, you're not going to be yourself. So it's like, just, just be original as hell. Like, just be yourself. Don't try and think of conversations because you'll get like, you'll get nervous. You'll like, you'll start talking like, like gibberish to people. Like, just, just be like, just be simple. Um, and if your uh, pal, if your mates don't like you, like for who you actually are, they can't really yeah. be that. Yeah. And people can always spot out someone that's like fake, you know, like yeah, it's so so obvious. So, and that's the thing. I, I like when I was younger, I'd always try to think of like how, what can I do to try and fit a little bit more. Like how should I act? Should I act like an arsehole? Should I act like a really nice guy? And it's like scrap trying to think about the way to act just be you and if someone someone doesn't like you for the way you are that's like that's not your problem that's their I know, problem i know it's quite like cliche to say but the more you like try be someone that you're not the worse it gets um you know what i mean yeah it's so. so true do you know where like obviously don't have to go into detail if you don't want to but like the initial anxieties of like yeah going out and stuff do you know so, where that kind of came from? Yeah, or? mate, 100%. So I remember it was actually, it was in, uh, I think it was in the summer, like maybe 20, 2015. I mean, previous years, like when I left school and stuff, it, I had like class social life and stuff. But, you know, I was working in a coffee shop. So I was working every weekend um, for like two years. And I kind of got used to that. And I used to, used to say to my father, I can't, I'm working this weekend. And I almost put work in front of, socializing and stuff and that, I didn't have any, any problems with anxiety or anything like that but then it was like in, it was like in 2015 where I was on the train with my brother um, just got to see my dad and just randomly when the train was starting to leave I started feeling like a, like I was getting a panic attack I couldn't breathe and I started feeling really nervous mm-hmm. and I, I was like I need to get off the train and my brother's looking at me like what's wrong he's like I, I don't know I need to get off the train and the train stopped the dream and I was like I don't know, should I get off the train now? And he's like, no, just just sit. And I was just like proper panicking. And I don't know where it came from. Uh-huh. And then, you know, I met my dad and the day was fine, came back and all that kind of stuff. And then it was like something like clicked in my head and I was just like... Don't want, every time I don't, thought, don't want every... to experience that again, like, so I yeah, won't go on the train. kind of. 100%, man. So I, like, I avoided going on trains and, you know, even the thought of going in a car. Like I remember my mom and my sister went on a, a detox camp in the Canaries mm-hmm. in uh, that summer. So it was my stepdad and my two brothers that were at the house. And I remember they were coming back and um, David and I, my stepdad, were driving. You know, I was like, right, I'll see if I can get to the airport with them. 
Um, and we're driving in along Idre, and I started freaking out again. I was like, David, can you turn back? And he was like, yeah, what's up? I was like, I, just, I can't do it. So he drove me back, and that really played on my mind. Um, and I just kind of said I was sick. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I, I, I always thought anywhere I'm going to go, will this happen? So I avoided going anywhere. And, like, you know, it took, it took a couple of weeks for, like, my mom and stuff to notice, like, I wasn't being myself. And I was like, I didn't want to admit that I didn't want to, go anywhere because I'm thinking, oh, that's embarrassing. You can't get on a train. You can't get on a bus or this, that, the other. And I was like, well, I'm lucky because I live in North Berwick, works five, ten minutes away, and so is this, the gym. So I was like, oh, that's all I need. Mm-hmm. And it took about eight months to leave North Berwick. I remember I was, I think it was like a Wednesday or something, and it was Christmas time. And um, <clears throat> I was like, right, if I don't get on this train now, like, you're not you're not ever going to move forward you're not going to progress yeah so i got on the train i was totally freaking out and stuff and then i got uh got on Federman. i went to harvey nicks where my twin brother used to work and he was like oh what are you doing up here and i was like i just had to get out of the house i needed i needed to do it it's like like cool but like you know how easy was it i'm like it's super easy you don't have to do anything and it might sound like strange to some people but it just it was just one it's just a thing that happened that was like stuck in my head that like going somewhere might like freak you out yeah um, and yes, that was like kind of the turning point. Um, and then I managed to start going other places, you know, with the parents and stuff. And every time I'd go into town, um, I would have a playlist I'd listen to. So like every, there was a song for almost every stop. Uh-huh. And I got used to listen to that. So I was almost like, you know, what I used to chill me out. Um, and I'd go to different coffee shops. Um and that would become a routine. And then I started, like, I think it was, like, the year after. And I still was, like, seeing my mates a few times, um, but in North Berwick. And then the following year, um, my brother was getting his haircut at Ruffians. And I was like, how do I want to get my haircut there? But it's in Edinburgh. I don't want to go there. Like, and then I was like, fuck it. Like, Scott, you need to you need to change this up, man. Like, if you don't do these things now. You're missing like, out. Exactly. Uh-huh. So yeah, I made sure that I got my haircut every single month in town at Ruffians. Um you know, I had the same play- same playlist, same like almost trying to book my haircut for the same time, like every every sort of month. So I knew on that day that's what I had to do. Yeah. Uh, and then slowly, just I just forgot about it, and like one day I didn't listen to that playlist, and it was just everything just was natural. different. Yeah, mate. And like I think that totally helped me out, and actually like speaking to people, um, not everybody will understand it. Um, yeah. It is so interesting though what you're saying about like. <clears throat> having panic attacks on trains because yeah. I think that's really common. Like yeah. um, maybe it's to do with the fact that it's something that's out with your control. Like, yeah, you, you can't get off it when it's going. I mean, like if you're in a car, someone can you, stop the car. Yes. Try and pull over. Uh-huh. Exactly. Um, and I remember like, like I didn't go on holiday for like two years. Cause I didn't want to, like I was not comfortable with flying, which I've never been like that. You know, I've, I've flown to Australia, like Singapore, Dubai, all this kind of stuff beforehand. Uh-huh. Um, and then when I, when I went back to the Canaries in 2017, um, obviously that was my first holiday in two years. Um, and <clears throat> it was super easy. Um, and it's like you think about how much you've missed out on and why like, you stop yourself from going like abroad for two years and the people you meet and stuff. Um, and that was definitely the turning, the, like, Finally, final turning point for me. Um, don't and, just don't want to miss out on things. Yeah, I don't want to miss out anymore. Because um, it's a shame. Like when you 
beat yourself up. Like I had a really one of my worst panic attacks probably was going from a train on a train from Edinburgh to Glasgow to see one of yeah. my good mates, Alice, and like, yeah. like she's one of my best mates. Like I had nothing to be anxious about, but then, yeah, like, and then I think like. I would think, oh, I don't want to like go back to Glasgow, or don't yeah. want to go on the train because I'll get super anxious again. Um, yeah. So it's funny, but like I guess the more you do it, like we were saying, similar to the more you go out and things, the easier it gets. The easier it gets. Like I used yeah. to, um, when I was at university, there was a couple of occasions where getting on the train to come home, I would mm. feel so like anxious and sick to yeah. ask someone to like get out of a seat that I yeah. paid for, like I'd book that yeah. seat. I would yeah. just stand for the four yeah. hours from York yeah. back to North Berwick, like, yeah. because I didn't want to, but then as soon as you're like, Oh, could, that's my seat. Could you, uh, yeah. Like, get... and, 100% and then, and then it's, it's, it's absolutely fine. But there was something in my head at the time where like, I just, I, I, couldn't couldn't do it like because I just felt yeah. sick. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, but I, I get that man. I get that. It's um, it's crazy how like your mind is can can like talk you out of talk oh, you out. Hundred percent. Like these are just like thoughts that you haven't like, you haven't made like you just made them up. Do you know what I mean? Like as you almost going against yourself, and it's like no, get rid of those thoughts and just just do it. Yeah. Exactly. No, it's so true. Um, so what are, what's your plans? You're going to be still continuing to work on the garden. When's the shed coming? So we've actually got two. So we've got um, a shed that's going round the corner uh, beside another shed. Um, we're actually going to build that onto the first, first shed we have. Um, so the, those pieces and parts should be coming within the next week or so. And then we've got a summer house that I've been telling you about. Um, that should be coming, like, yeah, again, within the next couple of weeks as well. Um, so we're probably going to build the summer house first, which would be, you know, it'd be, it'd be a good project to do. Yeah. Um, and we're going <clears> to <throat> we're gonna have, like, a, a like almost a summer couch or whatever in there. Um, That'll be class. Do, do the walls up, some nice wallpaper and stuff like that. Um, just, to, you know, just because... If we're going to be spending more time, in, you know, in our garden in the summer, like make it as nice as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, there's no uh, Love Island this year, so you know you got you got to try and make it look like a villa somehow. Yeah, exactly. Um, if you can, if you if you're not going to the Love Island villa, you have got to bring the Love Island villa to you, mate. Ex- mate. Exactly, exactly. Um, so yeah, that'll be that should keep me busy for the next, you know, I'd say a couple of weeks. Um, but yeah, like just just trying to do bits and bobs. To be fair, um, is Ty? Is, keep... Are you finding the days are passing quite quickly? I'm finding it's going quite quick. Like, yeah, we see the first first two weeks were unbelievably slow for me, mm-hmm. um, just because it was all new and I was like, oh, I'm not working, I'm not doing this, I'm not doing that, and I found it quite tough. But then once you go into the flow of things, um, yeah, maybe be going super fast. Was like we're into like the seventh week now. Um, and I know I think Nicholas Sturgeon said maybe yesterday that we're going to like loosen restrictions on the 28th of May. Um, so that's like another two weeks or whatever, or two and a half weeks if I'm right. Um, so yeah, like definitely that will 
come with me for the next couple of weeks. Um, and because my, my stepdad's 72, 71, he, you know, he's fit as a fiddle. Um, but obviously, you don't want to like, work him out too much. Um, so, yeah, like you want to give yourself enough to do each day. Don't get everything done in a one-hour. Um, so we've just had to make, you know, do it's almost like progressive overload, you know, build up each time um, of what you need to do. Just s- spread, it, spread it out a bit more. Exactly, because I feel like a lot of people might try and do so much in a short period of time. And it's like, you know what, is a good time. Like if you're a musician, this is a good time to, you know, write a song over the next couple of weeks, couple of months. Yeah. Um, and if you're an artist, again, do the same. Um, and even like reading a book, you know, like don't smash it in one day, two days or whatever. Um, I think that also helps with like de-stressing your stress levels because yeah. it means that you're not like manically cramming things in every day. Like you're not yeah. trying to call like five people in one day. Instead, you're spreading yeah. out the calls like so it's one person a day. And then it's more enjoyable too, I think. 100. It's even like the smallest things. Like when we were we were standing down the chairs the other day, and it's like we have an orbital grinder. We've got like a grinder, sorry, an orbital sander. And my step as there, do you want to use this? I was like, no, I'll just sand it by hand because sand it by hand will take a long, like, will take longer to do, and it'll be tougher. But you know, I'd rather like, I'd rather like spend more time doing something rather than get it done quickly and then go, yeah. well, what else can I do? So you just like take time with things. You know, that takes up like an hour. Do you know what I mean? So. Um, yeah, I think what is also good about this lockdown is that, you know, where I'm part of like three or four, maybe five, uh, mm-hmm. WhatsApp groups. So, um, you know, the boys are always chatting, um, you know, I'm in a group chat with my dad and my uncles and my, you know, my cousin's, uh, boyfriends and stuff. And, you know, we were meant to be going up to Aberfeldy for a lads weekend, like in the winter, which probably won't be happening now, which I'm gutted, but you know, we're still, we're still chatting every day. Um, uh-huh. which is good. Uh, and time to uh, so yeah, definitely time to get in with get in with the ladies too on Tinder. The, Mate, the, the don't don't time. don't, well, don't, uh, don't mention any names, but uh, yeah, <laughs> don't want to get anyone in trouble. No, mate, got yeah. got to be a good boy. But no, it's quite funny because I think you know if you're chatting someone like through lockdown, um, yeah, it's good to have a bit of banter with a girl. During the, like during this time, but it's like when lockdown lifts, like are you gonna be able to meet them? Do you have to wear masks? Do you have to wear gloves? Will you stand at one side of the bar and she'll stand at the other side? Will of the they bar? be disappointed um, and like I've been chatting to this guy for like three months and he's actually and he's not? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh man, yeah man. Like yes, I mean, I mean, I think a lot of people will avoid being on like like dating apps and all that kind of stuff. But yeah, it's fair enough. Um. But no, it's, man, it's good to, you know, even if it's not going to go anywhere, just, like, have a bit of yeah. chat, have a bit of banter, um, you know, because... We yeah, just got to we just know. gotta use this time to practice doing our latte art so we can write our numbers in the coffees. So when we go back to work, we've got mate, it We've got it down. Mate, it's, it's, it's find a wife lockdown, you know, we've got we've to gotta be prepping ourselves. To ha- ha- hashtag, uh, hashtag find a wife, wife lockdown. Right. well thanks for um thanks for talking man like thanks for being the first guest on the second podcast what's your what's your instagram so people want to reach out to you uh my uh what is it scott 
underscore at Nicholson. Scott. N-I-C-O-L-S-O-N. Um, I can't guarantee there's going to be class content, but, you know, if you want to give it if a, you want, give you man a follow, follow and uh, just reach out. If anything's, if anything is, uh, any of the things that we've said, if you've managed to make it to the end of this podcast listing, well done. Uh-huh. Yeah, if, the last thing, like, anyone wants to reach out and talk about mental health or whatever, I'm more than happy to, yeah. you know, chat to you. Because obviously, going through it myself, you appreciate it. And when someone chats, like, Again, like, not to go on further, but I've had a few pals have had it as well. And see when you just talk about it, and you're like, why didn't you tell me? Like, oh, why didn't you tell me? And it's like, it's just so better when you get off the chest. And when, chest and when someone, you? when someone uh, knows, you can start like reaching out and just like check checking in. Yeah. Like, it doesn't have to be like a big, like you don't have to make it a big deal. You know, you can just kind of. No, last last thing, and you don't always have to go. Everyone has to go. Like, not everyone will go through the same experience. You know. And I've got pals that'll say, "Um, oh, Scott, how you getting on, mate? How how's the motivation? How's this?" And I'm like, "Yeah, man, I'm doing class. How are you doing?" It's like, "Yeah, man, not a bad, but struggle with doing this today. I struggle with doing that today." And it's just, it's just simple, man. Like, just keeping on contact with people and chatting is just like, it, honestly, it does and finding a different perspective on if you're maybe having a kind of like negative thought or a bit worried about yeah. something. As soon as you find another perspective, sometimes that's really helpful. Uh, yeah, and if you like just someone else like giving you a different perspective of something, a different look into it. You know what I mean? That does that is definitely something that's helpful for sure. Well, but thanks for talking, man, and thanks for being so so honest to uh, really appreciate it. And hopefully, we'll get you we'll get you on the oh, podcast man. another time, mate. To be fair. You might be the oh, only man. guest that wants to do it, so you might just be like, <laughs> or you could just co-host. It'll be Scott, Scotty, and Peachy. Oh, mate, hundred percent, hundred percent. We'll be, we'll be number <laughs> one on Spotify. That's if it, as if everyone like listens to us. But yeah, mate, definitely. Like, I enjoy speaking to you, man. Class, you know. Right. Well, enjoy the rest of your day. Yeah, mate. You too. Cheers for cheers, cheers for the mate. chat. Peace Bye. out, bro.